Joyce on Today FM. Pamela Joyce with you through your lunchtime and I had what I can only describe as a great pleasure and an honour uh, to sit down with the wonderful Kean de Crow last Friday after he supported Ed Sheeran at the Three Arena. He popped in uh, to have a chat and to play some songs and here is how we got on. Kean, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, uh, I will start by saying I am surprised that this is allowed to happen, that neither you nor your management have taken out a restraining order against me. Really? Such is my <laughs> passion and love for you. Oh, thank in, you. In, a, in a completely artistic, professional of admiration of your art way. Of course. You are heading off to North America for a string of sold-out tours and then on to Australia. Does it feel real that this is happening? Because in, in my eyes, it's been quite a quick kind of ascent. So does it feel real to you? Not at all. Really? Yeah. Do you get nervous? Uh, no, nope, slightly. Really? Yeah, probably because it doesn't feel real. Aha. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, whatever. You are renowned for your social media videos. Uh, yeah. You have sung to a barista. You have surprised a busker singing your own song. Yeah. You've had choirs joining you. And for some reason in my head, and this is as a non-musical person whatsoever, I would be more nervous bursting into song in a random cafe than I would standing in front of a crowd of 10,000 people singing a song. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, like, did you not It's way more nerve-wracking, yeah. Yeah, 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 100%, yeah. And, like, do they really have no idea you were going to do it? No idea. The craziest one is the busker. Because, like, that was, like, that, like, we just walked past him and he started singing my song. And it was, like, brand new as well. Like, bearing in mind, like, I'll be waiting, like, had just come out. Yeah. Most people would have started singing All For You or something. So I was like, yeah. first of all, I was walking with the choir and they were just like, oh, they saw Busker. They were like, oh, you should go ask him if you can play your song. We would do a video. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to be that guy who's like, hey, can I sing my song? I quickly yeah. do a video. As they were saying that, he just starts singing, I'll be waiting. And I was like, no way. That is crazy. And so that's my face at the start. I'm like... <gasps> So that's legit. Yeah, it's ho- fully legit. We were all like, what the hell? And I was like, I was so pumped because I was like, he's seen me, yes. recognized me, he's playing my song, but what he doesn't know is that there's a choir, choir. with me. Um, I believe at the age of 13, you turned to a friend, uh, you picked up an acoustic guitar and you asked them to teach you Ed Sheeran's small bump. Yeah. Yeah. Who did I tell that story to? That you I, I have not a lot of people. A lot of Little people. birdies everywhere. I remember it. I was actually on the rooftop of the Cork School of Music. I had just like basically started playing guitar. So I was like a very noob. But I could learn stuff really fast if I was taught because I had okay. done classical music for ages. So I was very good at hearing, looking, learning and, mm-hmm. and learning fast, even if I didn't necessarily know my way around the instrument very well. So I was like, I really want to learn it. So can you show me how to play it? Which is crazy. Yeah. So that was, that was the first song you ever learned on acoustic guitar. Yeah, basically. And now, here you are, supporting Ed on his tour. Uh, You've done London, Glasgow, you're off to Paris this weekend. Yeah. And you did Dublin's Three Arena last night. He really is like an icon. I mean, he is an icon, but it's just like, you know, when you spend time with him and you're touring with him, it almost is so surreal that you like... And he's so normal and mm. down to earth that you forget, like, this guy is... is, has hung out with everyone, everyone, making tunes with Eminem. Yeah. Rose with Taylor Swift, you know, like like he's Ed Sheeran, like yep. and you're just like, what is going on? Yeah, it's crazy. Because you won't be like go to get his tent. You're like Ed, and you're like, sorry, did I just call Ed Sheeran Ed? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. my best pal. It's so weird, like it's your best nice. friend. My best, my, yeah, be- my your bestie, bestie. Yeah. Edzo. Uh, he actually told me he loves me yesterday, so now we're, <gasps> now we're, now we're bros. When we say goodbye, Tied for life. he's like, I love you. I was like, I, love you. I, love, I love you so much. I love you. I love you. There's 15 minutes between my set and his. Mm-hmm. 
and often he'll like I'll come off stage and his tour manager will bring me to his like dressing room or whatever and we'll chat for those 15 minutes but he's on stage in 15 minutes yeah and send in someone will just knock on his door and be like two minutes out and he's like oh cool let me just change my shoes and I'm like I'm like that is that is the vibe like I've heard stories that he just like has dinner with his family and then he's like oh I'm just gonna go around on stage there I'll be back in I'll be back in like two and a half hours love you in my head I'm like wow it must get to like that point where you are so chill yeah like it's just like you're like oh, what time is it oh yeah I gotta go just oh I'm on stage in 30 seconds yeah, yeah. Uh, your latest single came out on Thursday well Friday at midnight kind of uh, it's called Part of Me it is a tribute to your friend Philly uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about it yeah Philly uh, was my best friend and kind of like a brother to me for a really really long time um, and he was from Dublin actually we like grew up kind of in Cork together oh, Philly took his life a couple of years ago which is obviously really devastating and something that I you know never expected or, or could have imagined and it's it's like one of those things even as I'm sat here now it's more one of those things that my brain thinks it's like oh, I just haven't seen him in a while you know and part of me this is the name of the song but mm-hmm. what I was going to say is like part of me remembers that he's not here here, you yes. know, it, it could be like uh, a favorite song, or it mm-hmm. could be like uh, it could be like playing the three arena, supporting Ed, and I'm like, like Philly's not here. Like, yeah, he should know, be here. He should be here. Yeah. And like, and those, but those emotions are so hard to process, and it's really difficult to like allow yourself to to actually go through it, and not just kind of be in this sort of false sense of like it didn't really happen. Yeah, to kind of superficially process it yeah, and then move on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think writing the song for me was like something where like I really needed to do it needed to get it out needed to process it into words but I also wanted to do something that could help other people who are going through something similar or struggling with grief or like trying to wrap their heads or understand something so sort of so sad and mm. and, and vast and immense and yeah and I think a huge part as well of the song is like because my music is vulnerable and, and very open about my emotions and stuff and is it goes hand in hand with like men's mental health and like the stigma around it and stuff and it's so annoying honestly that it's like 10 years later we're still talking about it and we're Mm. still trying to be like men can cry too it's like geez why are we still saying that like it's we've been saying that for 10 years like shouldn't even be but we still have to and I still feel like I need to advocate it and like I'm posting videos online that that where I'm crying and stuff and like and I feel like almost embarrassed to post it but I force myself to do it because I'm like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel embarrassed like it it should like and I and and but if anything, I'm like it's. I feel embarrassed, and I'm still doing it. Like I see it at shows. Like men are still more afraid to, you know, show their emotion. But I think it, it just needs to remain like constantly in the conversation. And it's like, and it, and it's tough. It's a problem that everybody needs to it's be multi layered thing that we need very, to just. Yeah talk about and be open about it. I think that's a gorgeous message. Part of me is an absolutely beautiful song. You are going to perform it for us very, very shortly. But one final question for you. Musicians quite often name their instruments. Yeah. Do you name your instruments? No. Oh, that's sad. I was going to ask you to name your flute Pamela. I can name my flute Pamela. Would you? Yeah. You can do Pam, you can do Pammy. Pammy, Pammy. Because Lizzo has Sasha. Yeah. She calls her flute Sasha. So I just feel like it would be appropriate for you to name yours Pammy. Pammy. Is it a deal? It's a deal. What? Shake on it. <laughs> Shake. Uh, Key and Crow. An absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you. Congratulations on your continued success. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again and seeing where the life of Key and Crow goes. Thank you very much. Thanks, Key. Pamela Joyce. Playing the music you love. Today.